It's HBR, All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. Thanks for joining us on what is a uh, fun Friday afternoon in our latest episode of Road Stories connecting to artists around the world off and on the road, which you can find at hawaiipublicradio.org slash roadstories. Today it's one a lot of us have grown up with over decades, and it was very much on the road and on the road to Hawaii. Following Bill Maher yesterday, today it's comic and TV heavyweight Howie Mandel, Returning to the Valley Isle and the Mac, a December 28th Castle Theater show. Now, Howie was a guest a few years back during a uh, previous tour when he's not working stages like the show on Maui. He hosts his Howie Mandel Does Stuff podcast with his daughter Jacqueline. He's been on uh, Nat Geo Wild's Animals Doing Things, co-hosting with son Alex, as well, of course, Deal or No Deal, America's Got Talent. Did a season of that BS Netflix show. Big part of a lot of TV memories from the St. Elsewhere days, movies, all kinds of stuff. And we're stoked to welcome him back now. Howie. Hi, Dave. How are you? What's going on? Aloha, mahalo. Appreciate you doing this again. Oh, my pleasure. Any reason to show up in Maui. <laughs> right on. Well, I think that's probably a sentiment. What reasonable person wouldn't agree with that? My point exactly. It is my go-to place, you know, and not only for work, but it's just when I want to get away and when I want to chill and when I want to feel, you know, I'm, I'm an anxious person and I've been open about my mental health issues, but there's something about Hawaii that is incredibly calming and wonderful and soothing and it's the people and the, the atmosphere and the ocean and, the, you know, I live in California and we have beaches and ocean too, but getting to Hawaii I don't know, what, I can't articulate what it is about it, but it's probably the most calming I'm, I, uh, place I've ever been. And it's the, it's the place where I feel good. Uh, you know, I just feel good when I'm there. So if I feel good, I might as well do something that also makes me feel good. The two respites I have in life are Hawaii and stand-up comedy. Man, you really hit it there. You know, Bill Morris uh, playing around then, and he I, we just had him on. He says he wants you to stop by his show uh, a few nights later. He says he's going to keep trying to get you over there. How long have you known okay. him? Any fun stories with Bill over the years? Bill is the reason if you called me an hour from now, right. I will be jumping up and down on a trampoline only because of Bill Maher. <laughs> I did his podcast, and he did mine. I'm, I'm doing a podcast with my daughter, and I went over to, he does his podcast from this thing called Club Random, which is in his house, in his backyard, and he had a trampoline. And just the image of Bill, you know, he doesn't have kids. Right. You know, I said, what is the trampoline? And then I thought in my mind, you know, he's single. Maybe there's some wild trampoline <laughs> images. But it's a health thing. He right. taught me that it's for my lymphatic system. I should jump. I was making fun of him. And now in my office, I have a trampoline. And every day I spend an hour uh, jumping up and down. It doesn't look good but it feels good. <laughs> and it seems like good for your health. So that's the important part. And uh, That's what he told me. And, uh, you know, he is a bit of a health nut. And you mentioned your daughter. Now, are the kids coming for this? Yeah, my entire family. Wow. Everybody. Grandkids. The, the, the grandkids don't come to the show. And now my kids are old enough if they want to come to the show. I should say that, you know, and I always say that because people know me from America's Got Talent and Deal or No Deal. And, I, you know, I spend a lot of time on good uh, family entertainment. Um, my live shows, per se, are not necessarily for the entire family. And it's not that I plan to do anything risque. I just, the, one of the, the 
issues that I love about stand-up comedy is because unlike television, I don't have to edit. I, I don't have to watch myself. It's just like a, it's my free form of, uh, I look at it like a giant party and I'm trying to be the center of attention. And ultimately, it's just my group therapy. Well, it's a great way to end, to be honest about that. It's more, you say it's more of an adult show than a family show. Yes. And anything else about the show while we're talking about it that's uh, fun or in store that you want or maybe a surprise, anything? Nobody's more surprised at my shows than me. <laughs> I, uh, obviously, after 40, over 40 years in the business, I have uh, a plethora of material and things to call on, which I, I bring with me, you know, but the, the truth of the matter is I look to be taken off the beaten path. So it becomes very improvisational, you know, whether it's a moment of a technical problem, somebody yelling something out in the middle or whatever. If you could take me off the path, I'm thrilled to be taken off the path and make each show uh, kind of unique and exciting and fun. So I don't know what's going to happen. And that's and I just I love to be surprised and have fun. That's a great part of it, and I like, and I also love the way you throw out the uh, the credit to Bill for his influence on your life, and also on your Facebook page. You sort of do that. You have an old poster of a weird Al Yankovic concert, and it says special guest Howie Mandel, and it made me wonder who else you had the chance to open for, also that seems fun or otherwise interesting when you look back on that period. Well, I was I t- I, I talk often about the fact that. Uh, when I did my first, uh, one of my first talk shows was, uh, are you familiar with the Merv Griffin show? Sure, absolutely. So I did the Merv Griffin show, and then I got home, and I, and I, I got a phone call from uh, Gene Simmons of KISS. <laughs> and it, this is when uh, KISS was, like, at the top of their game, and I was so excited. He was, like, the biggest star, and, and they said, Gene Simmons is on the phone, and I, I, got to, I, I got to the phone, and he goes, hi, it's Gene Simmons. And I go, hi, man, because I saw you on Merv, and I was just about to faint. And he says, you're very funny. And I said, thank you so much. And he goes, um, me and my girlfriend were watching. Would you mind being the opening act for my girlfriend? For your girlfriend? Uh, okay. I just said, uh, okay. <laughs> and who's your girlfriend? And it was Diana Ross. And I became Diana Ross's opening act. He lived with Diana Ross. Is that the first time that you met Gene Simmons, too, when you did that gig opening for Diana? I did not meet him then. Okay. No, I, I got to meet him later. He was not in Vegas with her, so I did not, I did not meet him then. So I, I met him later, and uh, we talked about it. He was on my podcast, and uh, I got to watch them record one of their albums, and he let me sing background on one of their songs. You also opened for David Letterman in the early days of, would, would you call that the early days of your opening of stuff back in 79? Well, 79 is my, certainly my early days, but if you're talking to a, uh, somebody who is 106, that was probably midlife. <laughs> uh, you know, but yeah, that was like at the beginning. When I came out here, and I'm in L.A. as I talk to you right now, when I came out here, I worked with all those people when we were all just kids. Are you still tight with him? I guess I brought it up for that. No, no, I would love to be, but I don't know that he's tight with anybody. I don't know. You know, I haven't talked to him or met him. I, I, I love his work and I love his shows and I watch everything he does. So I have to work with him in some capacity, but I hear you. I kind of did in, 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 uh, uh, kind of, uh, he, he produced a show I think what's coming out in January or February for Sarah Silverman. I think Stupid Petrix is going to be a show that he executive produced, and I'm on that with her. So, I don't know. Nice. I didn't get to meet him. I mean, I didn't get to see him there. I get it. I get what you say. You did it separately. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And, uh, well, finally, you mentioned it earlier. You like to get awareness out for stuff, and whether it's... uh, 
from you get a shout out on Wikipedia for your charitable foundation, the breakout, the masks, and then there's the Bells Let's Talk Day initiatives to help people struggling with mental health issues. You've also been open with the OCD and ADHD. If there's any awareness that you'd like to bring to any of those things that you're passionate about to try to help folks, um, please. Uh, no, all of them are not one over the other. I just, you know, we're all human and we all have our weaknesses and our issues. And uh, if my platform gives me an opportunity to do something that helps another, I'm more than happy. And that's why December 28th at the Maui Cultural Center, uh, my, uh, my uh, thing is just to put a smile on somebody's face, you know, get away from the world for an hour Nothing that we'll talk about has anything to do with news or uh, anything negative. This is just a great escape. They say laughter is the best medicine. Let me be your pharmacist for a couple of hours. What a great line. And it is over at the Mac and a great thing to have you back. And uh, I really appreciate you spreading that good cheer. That's a great message to leave it on, uh, Howie Mandel. Thanks for being back on the show. Hope it was fun. It was. Thanks a lot.